Scrooge awoke and lay thinking of Marley's ghost, and remembered that it had warned him of a visitation when the bell tolled one. Was it all a dream? He lay in this state thinking it over and over until he heard a neighboring church clock begin to chime. A quarter past. Half past. A quarter to it. And the hour itself. A strange light flashed up in the room in an instant, and the curtains of the bed were drawn, and Scrooge found himself face to face with the unearthly visitor that had drawn them. It was a strange figure, like a child, yet not so like a child as like an old man diminished to child's proportions. Its hair, which hung down its back, was white with age, and yet its face had not a wrinkle on it, and the tenderest bloom was on its skin. It wore a tunic of purest white, trimmed with summer flowers, and it held in its hand a branch of green holly. But the strangest thing about it was that from the crown of its head sprang a bright, clear jet of light. Are you the spirit whose coming was foretold to me? I am. The voice was soft and gentle, and seemed, as if instead of being close beside him, it was at a distance. Who and what are you? I am the ghost of Christmas past. Long past? No, your past. What business has brought you here? Your welfare. Yeah. <laughs> I can't help thinking that a night of unbroken rest would be more conducive to that end. Your reclamation, then. Take heed. Rise and walk with me. Oh, but, Spirit, the, the weather and the hour are not adapted to pedestrian purposes. The bed is warm, and the thermometer is a long way below freezing. Oh, I am but lightly clad. I have a, <coughs> I have a cold upon me. <coughs> Take my hand. But I am immortal and liable to fall. Bear but a touch of my hand upon your heart, and you shall be upheld in more than this. Scrooge clasped the spirit's robe, and they passed through the wall.